Thanks for tuning in to Christian Medical and Dental Association's chapel. May the message be a blessing to you. are so thankful to be here and thankful for CMDA for, for welcoming us. Um, so Bill already gave me a little nice introduction, but I am married to Joshua. He's family practice attending. We live in Tampa, Florida with our four children. And the most important thing I love to share about myself is that I'm a redeemed woman of God. Um, I was saved by grace at the age of 16 years old, and I sure lived a lot of life um, before I was 16. And it was a pretty dark place. That's a story for another time, but God rescued me from that, and that's really what it's all about. He's the hero of my story, and he changed my life from what was once pretty unstable, inconsistent, um, pretty conditional love I experienced as a child. And when, when God came into my life, it was like, whoa, this is, this is love. It's not conditional, and it's stable, and it's around. And, and God sure has gifted me with a husband who really demonstrates that in a tangible way, so I'm so thankful for him. And it's one of the many reasons that I am very passionate about medical marriages and this medical ministry. Um, we, we all, this morning, uh, Jean and I were talking about, we all look to find our identity in something. And so, especially in this field, it's so easy to lose yourself in, in what medicine requires, the demands and the burdens. And so I just am so thankful for CMDA because we want to find our identity in Christ alongside of our careers and for us, our husband's careers. And so I'm just thankful for CMDA. And so we're going to go to our first slide. It's called Fight the Good Fight. And I just want to say that uh, I named that slide this morning because it has been so encouraging for our team to meet everyone who is fighting the good fight here at CMDA. Um, there's so much work to be done for God, and it's really cool to see everyone running in their lanes. Like, our eyes are open, and sure, we're just sure amazed by the things that are happening with the advocacy team and the red team and the marriage team and the Center for Well-Being, and I know I'm forgetting some other ones, but there is so much great things happening here, and we're just so thankful to be a little small part of that. And so I have some uh, verses that will be up here for you that talk about fighting the good fight and just this call to leadership that everyone in this room has. Um, walk in a manner worthy of the Lord from Colossians. Put to death the sinful earthly things within you from Colossians. Fight the good fight from 1 Timothy and give up your own way. Take up your cross. Follow me. Um, I put these verses because I think they're just so indicative of that we have to be called to action. And everyone in this room has been called to action. And it's great and refreshing to be together as leaders because God calls us to fight the good fight. And so if you're in a place this morning where you've been discouraged or in a season of maybe just stagnant or something hasn't changed that you've been praying over for a long time, I just want to encourage you that if you're fighting the good fight, then you're in perfect company. That's exactly where the Lord wants us to be, right, is this earthly nature, this sinful nature fighting against the Holy Spirit living within us. And so we'll be in battle 
from now until we go to meet Jesus at the pearly gates, right? So keep fighting the good fight, and I am thankful for you all that you inspire me and encourage me here this week as we've been here to just continue to do that and to do great ministry work and great kingdom work. All right, the next slide is called Unpack the Boxes, and so this is for my girls because, well, you all know in medicine, but especially for our, for our ladies, have any of you ever been moved because of medicine, or has God ever call, made a call upon your life and moved you somewhere where you didn't want to go? Um, I know that's, that's one of the reasons why that our ministry is flourishing, is because, because God does call us to move all around, and then our women say, Oh, my husband's working so many hours. I need friendship. I need people to support my marriage. I need people to support my walk with the Lord. And then, hence, side by side. And now we have over 90 chapters and international chapters. So fantastic. Um, but I think that when you move a lot and you unpack boxes, it says a lot about your personality. So when we move, which was one time, we had like a competition going, my husband and I, with other people in our programs. We moved eight times in eight years, and we were really proud of that record and I'm sure many of you have even have surpassed that by a lot um, but when we would move and we had all the boxes stacked up uh, my personality is I'm the energizer bunny and it's like I just take all these boxes I get them going kitchen kids rooms I'd start throwing everything out of the boxes and before you know it I had it all done just lickety split I, that's just my personality I, I could jump in with two feet but Something about my personality, especially that God has revealed to me um, since taking this job in March, is that there would often be like this little stack of boxes left on the side. And usually it was the one with like the random stuff, like that you just could not find a home for. Like, let's say, I don't know, the mandolin. You don't use it very often, but, you know, you don't want to throw it away because you might need it sometime. So we, we would have these random boxes, and often I just, like, leave them there, kind of pretend that they weren't there. Um, maybe they'd get pushed into the dark corner of the garage and start to collect some dust. And so um, this morning what I wanted to share really was um, that, in my short time, my first time having a part-time ministry job is that I feel like God has really asked me to work on my heart and considering my heart like one of these boxes. And um, he's definitely asked me to unpack a lot of things that I was not anticipating to unpack just even in the last six months. I feel like that's just such a blessing that he is moving He's blessing me through trying to do ministry work that's blessing others. Don't you guys agree? Like, you're just so full as you're, as you're pouring out to others. And so um, some, of those, some of those things, boxes for me that are easy to unpack are like, you know, my wedding day and the birth of my children and some amazing family vacations. And there's so many great things I could share with you about easy boxes to unpack. But what about those like dusty boxes? Those are the ones that we often try to keep hidden. You know, we don't want to talk about them. For me, it would have been like years of infertility and just longing to be a mom and it not coming to fruition. And I mean, now you've heard, I have four children, so the Lord was faithful, but sometimes we wait a long time, and it feels like it's not going to happen, and so other things for me would have even been like, um, I struggled with obesity, I struggled with pride, perfectionism, I can list a lot of those boxes, um, I haven't got them all figured out, but I do think that um, working for CMDA has revealed to me that I have a great need 
to look into those boxes because in order for me to be able to do the work that he's calling me to in his kingdom, I have to be willing. Um, and so the next uh, slide has scripture that I think is um, important for us to see. It says, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. But instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes, put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. And so, yeah, isn't that good? Isn't that so good that God gives us the ability to put off our old self and to put on something new? Um, yeah, I'm just amazed. I'm amazed by that. I feel like God's just moving in my heart even right this moment. Uh, yeah. All right, let's go to the next slide, actually. And so, this is a little spiral. I'm going to give an example from my dusty old boxes. I'm sorry, it's kind of hard to see here, but if you can somewhat see at least the big spirals in the middle. Um, so God gives us these desires of our heart. And I, I like to think of my desires as neutral because, I mean, sometimes I can have a negative or a positive desire. But for the most part, a desire, we know that the Lord says that he will give us desires, right, in our heart. He's created us to be that way. But I think it's what we do with those desires that really changes of whether we're growing in sanctification or if we're having this kind of downward spiral. So in the middle, I'll give the example, um, I'll give the example of becoming a mom because it was on my heart for many years before we uh, got pregnant with our twins. And so the desire, uh, we'll do the downward spiral first. The desire was to be a mom. It was neutral, right? Or a, even a good desire. I desired to be a mom. And then from there, my thoughts can easily creep. That, that sinful, fleshly nature can easily creep into, I deserve gosh, I deserve to be a mom. God, I'm following you. I know you've called me to have, you know, to be a wife and to have a family and to raise them to honor you. And, and so quickly that desire can turn into I deserve. This is something I deserve. And what happens when we have desires that, that become with, uh, with uh, sorry, desires and deserves, they become a demand. And suddenly this, this desire is my fists shut tight, and I'm telling God, God, this is, this is what you should do. I know best, right? But how about the upward spiral? I desire, God, I desire to be a mom. I long to have a family that will glorify you. And as I think about what I truly deserve, what I truly deserve, did I really even deserve like that he would die for me, that he would send his son for me, that he would give me grace, that he would set me into a new family, that he would give me promises of hope and eternity and a future. When I'm reminded of what I truly deserve, there are no demands. And so that request for the Lord to help me be a mom just remains such as that in an upward spiral with, a, with my heart and my eyes towards him. And so um, we're going to go to the next slide. This is something that I've been doing a lot. If I'm a journaler. I love to journal. I love to write things down, although Robin might disagree because I, I type everything. But I do really love to journal, and I love colored markers. And if, if you've ever seen inside many of my multiple notebooks, you would see these bubbles. And actually, friends of mine at church, 
they'll know, they'll say, oh, she's going for the bubbles again. Here we go. So I might be listening to a message at church. I might be listening to, you know, anyone speak. I could even be watching a secular movie and bubbles will start popping into my head. So I'm going to give you an example of this. I use it in my life and I love to share it because I feel like it's really impacted um, how how I walk out fighting that fleshly nature for me. And so Anytime a situation pops into my head, I might just jot it down. Um, A desire to be a mom, or maybe I was at coffee and the conversation kind of turned into a a mean conversation about someone else, or I, um, you know, my husband asked me to wash the dishes and I chose not to wash the dishes. Those are all situations. You have hundreds of them, decisions and situations that happen every day. And so sometimes I'll even just jot that first bubble and I come back to it. I'll leave the rest blank. Sometimes I'll be listening to a sermon and a scripture, like the Holy Spirit will just really convict me and I'll write down a scripture in that last bubble, leave the rest blank and kind of come back and, and ask myself, what was the Lord speaking to me in that? What does he want me to learn from, from what I was hearing? And so then in the middle, in that sandwich, we've got the put off and the put on, which comes directly from that scripture back in Ephesians, right? Throw off your old self and put on your new nature. And so we can see here that we're going to put off an example of me becoming a mom uh, that I was wise in my own estimation. I needed to take that off, right? That was my fleshly self saying like, God, I know best of your plan for my family. And instead, I needed to put on, there's many options that I could put in that bubble, but Maybe for me it was being more devoted to prayer, like being convicted and say, have I actually prayed about this or am I just demanding of God to do this for me? So maybe it, putting on is de- being more devoted to prayer. And as I dig down in the layers and really look at my relationship with the Lord, I wasn't trusting him. I was saying all the things that we should say as good Christians, right? Like, I trust you, Lord. I give you my life. You hold it all in your hands. You write my story. I could tell you all the things. But if I'm walking around shaking my fists at the Lord, am I actually trusting him? I mean, for me, it was like I needed to open that box. It was dusty, and it was sitting there, and it was hidden behind a lot of other things that were just like, it's so easy to say, oh, yeah, you'd be such a good mom. The world wants to justify it. And so uh, my encouragement for you just as you go forward is maybe you'll think of me. Maybe you'll have some bubbles pop into your mind. Maybe you'll jot them down. But just to think and meditate on um, what is it that God's asking you to put off and, and where is he calling you to put on something new? Uh, let's pray. Let's pray. Well, Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for today. Lord, I thank you that I could stand here and just share from my heart. Gosh, one day every knee will bow, every tongue will confess, Lord, but we get to do it now. We get to proclaim your goodness on this side of eternity. So, Heavenly Father, I just pray blessings of abundance on each and every person in this room and those watching online. God, would you just bless them. God, help them to see their boxes. Help them to feel safe to unpack them. And God, just do a new work in their hearts. We just love you. We thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you for the opportunities we have to do your kingdom work. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.